I think I'm bad luck for the New York Yankees. I was born September 1955, the same year they lost the World Series in seven games to the Brooklyn Dodgers. My parents met in World War II in the Navy. My dad was a navigator on a battleship, my mom a Navy nurse. Dad came home from the war and he had lost something over there. Like a lot of veterans, he came home and just a piece was missing. My mom came home from the war and she was just plain mean. So my two brothers and sister, we grew up in a tough environment. My refuge were the playgrounds, Northeast Portland. My brother eventually became a Little League baseball player and I used to, as a little boy, tag along every chance I got. Little League was, looked fabulous to me. Looked like a big, beautiful world. Licorice, snow cones, foul balls, smell of the grass, sounds, coaches, the warmth. A lot of things there that I didn't have at home. It wouldn't be until I was nine years old that I'd be old enough to play Little League Baseball. When I was nine years old, 1964, the Yankees lost again the seventh game of the World Series, this time to the St. Louis Cardinals. But I found my first home in Little League. One night I got a call on the telephone, and in those days, a nine-year-old boy didn't often get a call on the telephone, the rotary phone. Steve, telephone call. I went and picked up the call, and it was Mr. Turner, Coach Turner. He said, Steve, do you want to be on my baseball team? I was in heaven. I thought, I'll be on any baseball team. So I went to practice and found out that Mr. Turner happened to be an ex-professional baseball player. And lucky for me, he was also a very kind and loving man. So over that first year, my first experience in Little League Baseball, Mr. Turner taught me a lot about baseball, as he did the other boys. He taught us to throw and catch, hit, run. But I had a huge desire to play baseball, and he could see that. So we stayed after practice, and he taught me how to pitch. Nine-year-old pitching is difficult. We just don't have the motor skills yet to develop. But I listened to everything he said. The wind-up, the follow-through, the strike zone, the concentration, everything. I would go home at night, and around the corner from my house was a school with a cement wall, and I painted the strike zone from the knees, the chest, distance to the plate. I had that on the wall, and I got a hard rubber baseball. And for hours and hours, I would pitch to that wall. And Mr. Turner taught me to hit those low, inside and outside points. Those would be the hardest places for the batter to hit. I loved being a part of that team. I loved everything about it. I got my first mitt. A mitt was an extension of the player. I got a Wilson A2002. I had a paper out to earn that money. Yes, the A2000 was the best mitt money to buy. But the A2002 was for the left hand. So I was a left-handed pitcher, nine years old. I had found a place, a place that seemed to me like home. Over the next few years, I again was lucky. I had good coaches. We all know it isn't always like that in Little League, but I had loving men, brothers out there, and I just continued to enjoy a lot of baseball. I graduated from one diamond over here in the Grand Bowl to the next from the Grant Bowl to the upper fields in Babe Ruth, 
and eventually it was time to try out for high school baseball. I played other sports, but my first love was always baseball. When I got to Grant as a sophomore in the spring, as usual, I went to try out. Now, I was about 120 pounds, 5 feet 7. I hadn't grown into my adolescent body, and I was there trying out with the juniors and seniors. And many of the boys on this team would end up playing collegiate. Some would play professional. There's still one or two that are coaching the professional and college ranks. So it was a formidable group of people. My dream had been since I started playing baseball Sunday to be out there on that varsity field. I looked up to those guys so much. So my sophomore year, the way tryouts work, you would practice and do the best you could. But really, the tryouts and the coach decided based on the preseason games who would be on the team. So we had had five preseason games, and I was one of the couple sophomores that was on the, on the bench, and I hadn't yet played one inning. We got to our last preseason game at Grant, here over at Grant Park against Central Catholic, and I started to lose hope that I wouldn't be on varsity this year. Well, our best senior pitcher was out there in that game, and he was doing like he always did, fabulous. And the game went on, and I got a little bit sad, thinking, he's doing really well. They're not going to need me. Six innings went by, and we were ahead one to nothing. He had pitched a fabulous game, shut out. Seventh inning came, we're ahead one to nothing. First batter, he walks. Second batter gets a single. First runner makes it to third. Runners on first and third, we're ahead one to nothing, no outs. Coach Harrington looks over at me and says, Parker, warm up. I grab my mitt and I sprint out to the bullpen. I'm just excited. But I think we're only, we're ahead one to nothing. What am I warming up for? But I realized looking back that Coach Harrington saw something in me and he wanted me to have a chance. Well, lo and behold, he walked the next batter as I was warming up. Coach Harrington walked out to the mound. If you ever noticed the ritual that goes on in baseball, there's two things that can happen. He can walk out there and most likely he's just going to have a word, conversation, and offer encouragement to the pitcher. I figured we're ahead one to nothing. You can't pull him out. The other thing that can happen is he can stick his hand out and say, I want the ball. It's kind of a ruthless thing, but when a coach puts his hand out, there's no arguing. You give him the ball and you leave the game. Well, I watched as Coach Harrington went out, put his hand out, said, I want the ball. The next thing he did is he turned over and looked at the bullpen and he tapped his left arm. And again, if you've ever watched baseball in the professional level, that's how they signal the dugout, whether they want a left-hander pitcher or a right-handed pitcher. Well, I was the only pitcher out there, so I pretty much that. <laughs> Once again, I was ecstatic. All those years of playing baseball, all those hours practicing by myself, I had a lot of confidence. I was little, I was young, I was a September birthday. Some of these guys were almost two, three years older than me. I ran over the mound. Coach Harrington, without any fanfare, any encouragement, put the ball in my hand and walked away. I did my warm-ups as, as is customary. The umpire comes out to the mound and stands by you as if to kind of keep an eye on you. <laughs> I threw three or four pitches to our All-State catcher, Kevin McCune. And the ump said, are you ready? And I said, yes. So of course he yelled, play ball! 
I stood there for a minute and I looked around and I thought, this is the first time I've ever pitched in a varsity baseball game. I'm a sophomore. I'm a lot smaller than these guys. Whether I make the team or not probably depends on what happens here. I just soaked in the moment. Our catcher came out, it also is his customary, and he was a very confident, I would say arrogant guy. And as seniors can do to sophomores, he didn't want to cut me any slack. In fact, he said, you've got to throw harder. And I said, that's as hard as I can throw. But I knew that I could hit the corners, and I knew that it would be hard to hit if I could hit the corners. So I looked around and looked at the team, and then I got up onto the mound, stood on the rubber, and began my wind-up. Bases loaded, no outs, we're ahead, one to nothing, last inning. I threw five pitches. Two were strikes, three were balls. One of those strikes, the batter hit a foul ball home run way over the fence onto the portable at Grand High School, just to kind of show me that he could cream it. Three balls, two strikes, bases loaded, full count. The most humiliating thing that can happen to a pitcher, I guarantee you, is to walk in a run. So I thought to myself, no matter what Kevin tells me to do, and I'm supposed to listen to the catcher, I'm throwing this ball right down the middle. So he crouched down, and knowing that he wanted me to pitch the ball inside or outside, because these guys were big and strong, and they probably hit it over the fence, and he didn't want a grand slam, game over. I didn't care. I went into my windup and I, I reared back and I threw the ball as hard as I could right down the middle. Right down the middle, strike. And I heard the crack of that bat. Bam! And as a pitcher, you can tell when that ball's hit beautifully and solid, and it was. And my heart sank to my stomach, and I saw the ball fly by me to the right. And the runners, if the bases are loaded, it's a beautiful thing when the runners all run. They're all running full speed, reckless abandon, no outs. They're going to score. They're going to be ahead. My job as a pitcher, it doesn't matter. Go back up home plate. There's going to be play at home. i got to get behind the plate in case the catcher misses it. I'll, be, I'll do what I'm supposed to do. But as I'm running to home plate, I hear a gasp. I look out to left field, and Nick Ruley, our senior all-star left fielder, is dying for full speed. I can't tell. It doesn't look like he has a chance. Everybody in the place thought this ball was a solid hit. He flies forward, reaches out his mid, and he catches the ball for an out. He comes to his feet automatically. The runner at third is trying to stop and get back because he didn't tag up. He too thought this would be a hit. Nick fires the ball into third base for the second out, tags him out. Third baseman looks over at second base. The second base runner also was flying to third base. Third baseman throws to the second, out at second, triple play. I've never in my life since, or before, witnessed or been a part of a triple play. It's kind of an unusual thing. It was a magic moment for me. I had spent my difficult youth, and baseball gave me so much fun and so much joy. And it wasn't about winning. It wasn't about being better than others. It wasn't even about making the team, although I did. It was about the camaraderie and the love 
that existed out there for young boys. So as I learned, baseball did not turn out to be my field of dreams, but it was a life route for a difficult childhood. Okay.